EU Foreign Policy Chief Joseph Borrell held a meeting on Tuesday with Iranian Foreign Minister Hussein Abdullah in uh, Jordan. We both were attending regional conferences and uh, in that uh, there were certain discussions that took place. Talk to us about that and uh, possible developments on the protest front in uh, Iran. We're joined by uh, Hafiz Ibrahim Dean, who joins us for the Media Lens weekly segment. Hafiz Ibrahim, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So what was this discussion all about? Did it center on the protest issue, uh, which uh, the Iranians have been clamping down on protesters, and also we've seen them executing in public protesters? So what we saw was it was just a normal regional security discussions, uh, you know, mainly uh, happening in Jordan, uh, mainly focused on Iraq, uh, Syria, those issues. Um, uh, but what the EU then uh, tried to do was use it as an avenue to express its, uh, its uh, opposition to you know, the Iranian uh, treatment of protesters. But we've seen a very emulative response, as you say, uh, you know, the, the public execution of two of the protesters, uh, continued arrest, even though uh, you know, uh, the judiciary announced that the morality police are no longer there. Uh, um, but, you know, what the, the broader discussion is, one, the regional security, and two, is the, uh, the nuclear agreement, where, you know, uh, you know that does jeopardize uh, the, the, the nuclear agreement or the JCPOA, especially the EU's participation in that agreement. The EU seemed to want the agreement, but, uh, you know, Iran's treatment of protesters are forcing a retreat. Now, the Indian foreign minister, you know, lambes the foreign rule in the protests. Uh, you know, but in saying so, generally, uh, regimes, uh, you know, who are aiming to or more dictatorial autocratic regimes do blame uh, internal dissent on external forces, and Iran hasn't been immune to this, and generally does. So, you know, it does, it does show that the protests and uh, the, the, the crackdown on the protests are actually going to impact, uh, you know, other issues of Iranian uh, foreign policy. Um, in Iran's uh, uh, attempt to actually re-enter the, the GCPOA and its attempt to, uh, to uh, in a sense, re-enter uh, you know, the, 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 the global Western world. Yes. How is the Iranian protests and the Iranian situation being covered in uh, media? I mean, there's, there's two types of coverage. The, the coverage that focuses directly on you know, it being an outside attempt, uh, that is the Western influence and the Western attempt actually overthrow the regime. You know, partially that may be true, but for more likely, you know, that, that's the regime uh, uh, media, but also media controlled by Russian and Syrian sources. There's the counter-narrative uh, type of media that specifically focuses on the protest as an anti-hijab movement, uh, so an anti-Islamic movement, in a sense. Um, which also, one, harms the protests, but two, is again this polarization and this inherent prejudice and bias in, action in coverage where you know, when we look at the protests and the more context, the, the, you know, the hijab may have been the symbol. The issues around the Iranian regime are far deeper, you know, environmental issues, water control, heightened inflation, the slowing economy, a depreciating real, you know, closing spaces uh, for um, uh, uh, participation in the country. So, you know, there's, there's the two focuses that actually stop and don't provide the actual picture of what actually is occurring. And very few media outlets that we're looking at, 
Anyway, Al Jazeera generally is about that uh, contextualizing the protest and actually giving it its due coverage and placing it in uh, you know in the correct place in Iranian society. And and you know, I mean, the bigger problem though is in and because of this bias, bias coverage, the policy making uh, um, has become very uh, inertial, especially uh, among uh, European and Western countries. Uh, and and it actually Germany seems to be disempowering the protests uh, and this is empowering the, the the support for the protests because you know um, many are just now uh, um, turning back or basically tracking down or shutting up shop within the regime and not looking for conciliation uh, mainly because of the coverage but also I mean you know the protests don't have leaders and you know that is actually um, uh, uh, informing the protest movement, but you know, also again, not covered by the media. What does this mean for the protest, and how then can the regime negotiate with the protest if there is you know, leadership less protest? So, you know, the, the media coverage is shaping the narrative and shaping part of what's going on on the ground. Uh, and in a sense, uh, you know, uh, the lack of context is actually hampering uh, people from totally understanding the protest and responding to the protest. Yes, uh, what's what has taken place in terms of the discussions and in terms of uh, the focus from the global media? Uh, will this change anything in Iran? Is it likely that you know they may stop with some of the activities that they uh, are perpetrating? So you know, previously, I, uh, you know, when looking at the protests, I mean, my view was that it wouldn't it wouldn't last. Uh, you know, but then you know we are looking at at, at, at the support it's getting from uh, from different avenues within Iranian society. And so it's not necessarily the media coverage that may shape uh, the protest or shape the result of the protest, but it's the fact that there is a lot of discontent within Iran. Um, and that's likely to mean that these protests are going to continue. Now, you know, the fact that there's no leaders in the protest makes, makes it more harder to negotiate and conciliate and to find agreement. Uh, but, you know, at a broader level, uh, you know, this coverage... And the policies coming out of the coverage means a likely end to the negotiations on nuclear agreement. Now, already the U.S. president is not interested uh, in participating, but we we're likely to see you know that process stall further. Um, for us, it means higher oil prices. Uh, you know, um, and also you know regional uh, regional insecurity uh, generally heightens. Uh, you know, the moment such protests occur, the moment. You know, the Iranians sometimes feel isolated. There's other avenues or levels to which they express their discontent, and that could be towards regional insecurity. So, you know, the, the protest movement will likely continue, but its impact will will more likely be very regional and global in terms of, uh, of, of oil prices, the nuclear agreement, and regional insecurity. Yes, uh, we'll continue watching this very closely. Hafiz Ibrahim, Jazakumullah khair for the update. We appreciate your time. Exactly. Thank you. 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 Thank